He's in this room. And I'm sure he's in your room at home, too. We're going to start with the scripture from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 14, starting at verse 1. John 14, 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The gospel of Jesus Christ has been given to us for one purpose, and that is to provide a way to eternal life. We must follow him to make the goal. And if we're going to follow Jesus Christ, then we need to follow his word. We know that if we look into the Gospel of John at the beginning, verse 1, chapter 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. If we go to verse 14, it says, The Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Tonight I'd like to focus on the call that Jesus puts on every one of our hearts and lives when he simply says, follow me. So we're going to start with that invitation, that call that Jesus gave to his disciples. And what we need to realize as we read these is the response that we give to the call is immediate. Even when we wait, or we say, or we wonder, or we pause, even that is an immediate response to the call of God. So we're going to start in Matthew chapter 4. Some examples here. We're going to do chapter 4, starting at verse 18. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 9, And as Jesus passed forth from thence, 
he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom. And he saith unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. In the book of John again, in the first chapter, verse 43. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip, and saith unto him, Follow me. And we know that Philip did. He even found someone to go with him. Our response is critical. Our response is immediate. We certainly pray that as people are faced with this decision, that they will follow Jesus. Uh, if we have been, if we're Christians today, we certainly know that that's the best decision a person could ever make. But not everyone does that. We're going to look into Luke for a minute. Chapter 9, starting at verse 57. Jesus continued to call people. And at 57, it says, It came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Jesus is still calling today. He hasn't stopped. We, we want to see the Lord, can, we want to see the fruits of that. Sometimes it can be, it can seem like we don't see answers yet. But we know that Jesus is calling out of love, with, out of mercy. He cares so much for every person in the world. He, he cares so much for us. It's, it's, I'm sure it grieves his heart when people wait, when people say no, when, when people just stand back and wonder. Uh, we, he would love for each one of, uh, we, for everyone to immediately answer that call and to immediately get, surrender their hearts and to repent and to realize the love and the joy there is in serving Jesus. There's another wonderful scripture that, that really puts that all in perspective where Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Almost a pleading call. Come. You won't be disappointed. I'm here to help you. When Jesus says, follow me, 
that's also an encouragement to follow his commandments. We find in John again, chapter 13, starting at verse 34, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and he says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. that ye have loved one to another. And see, the point that Jesus is making here is they were always, there was always the commandment that we should love one another. It's the phrase, as I have loved you, that's new. We want to follow the Lord's example. When you look into just a chapter later, we learn that greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So a new commandment, that we should love one another as Christ has loved us. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. And then a little later in John 14, he says it again, if ye love me, Keep my commandments. So to follow the Lord is to follow all the commandments. That's the entire word of God. That that is another way we follow the Lord. We also find that there will be points in time where the Lord has to shape us and mold us a little bit. And we find that uh, in Matthew 16, that Peter, we all love Peter, don't we? He just helps us feel better about ourselves sometimes. In chapter 16, verse 21, From that time forth began Jesus to show his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him And began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. There's a rebuke. I'm sure that didn't feel very good. But Jesus didn't stop there. He turned to the disciples and challenged them as well. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Now, these disciples were already following Jesus. But this challenge was to realize that there would be more coming that would challenge them, and they were to continue to follow him. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? A rebuke and a challenge. The Lord's faithful. 
they, they needed this now for what was to come. The Lord gets us ready for what's to come. If we follow, if we stay close, if we listen, if we follow His commandments. Psalm 63 is a psalm that I've always been intrigued by. It's a psalm of David. Many say that it was when he was in exile running from Saul. And I'm going to go ahead and read eight verses of it. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. That, that verse is one I always think of when I'm struggling with something, when things are hard. My soul followeth hard after thee. I looked that up a little bit. It means, it actually goes right along with this morning's sermon. To follow hard is to impinge, to cling or adhere, to catch by pursuit, to abide, to cleave, to follow close, to be joined. We want to follow hard after the Lord. Uh, when I think of following, I think of uh, being in a large crowd and you're with your family and you got the kids and you want, you, you don't want to lose them. And you're, it's like you're almost going against the flow of traffic even. And you always look back to make sure they're close and they're probably looking really hard to make sure they can keep an eye on you. Or sometimes they like to go their way and you, you wonder where they went. That's usually what happens. But I remember being in, in crowds like that and I would always be looking to make sure I didn't lose track of where my folks were. We want to follow hard after the Lord. And as things start to bombard us, we want to keep our eyes focused on the one who we've been following from this point now and hopefully forward. In the book of John, we find Peter reacting again to something Jesus has told him. It was a hard thing. And we start in the chapter, it's the chapter where Jesus sits Peter down and asks him, do you love me? And he asked him again, do you love me? And then he asked him a third time, do you love me? And it starts to grieve Peter. Of course I love you. Well, we get done with that. And Jesus has something very hard to tell him. 
starting in verse 18 in chapter 21 of St. John, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. That had to be hard. And again, Peter was faced with a decision. Would he follow? We face that decision all the time. And we need to be able to continue to immediately answer. Follow me. Now Peter, bless his heart, immediately wondered, what about John? Good Pete. I like Peter. If that if that's gonna happen to me, what's happening to him? Right? That's a human reaction, isn't it? Well, just like Katie told us, Jesus always has an answer. Whether we like it or not. Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. I'm sure that wasn't very hard to hear either, or very easy to hear either. That's not very hard for me to hear either. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. There's a lesson we can all take in that. We are all distinctly different and diverse human beings. We, we're all different. None of us are the same. So we can't expect that any of us will have a walk with the Lord that is the same. And he made that very clear to Peter in this exchange. And we need to take that to heart and understand that when we start looking around, Satan will use it. When we start looking around and start wondering and start questioning, Satan will use that. And when, if we take it to the Lord, that's the best thing we can do. How come Brother Gary picks that song so much for congregational singing? What is that to thee? Follow thou me. Why does that brother or sister miss so much church? What is that to thee? Follow thou me. How come that brother or sister didn't say anything to me when I walked by today? What is that to thee? Follow thou me. Did you see what they posted on Instagram? What is that to thee? Follow thou me. 
She's an accuser of the brethren. Take it to the Lord. You're going to get that answer. This election year is so important. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. This pandemic has become so political. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. Brother Rob talked about the noise in his testimony. I'm being treated unfairly because of my faith. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. This walk isn't always easy. But we have the Lord. The yoke is easy and the burden is light. He's there to help us. Maybe some listening tonight are facing a decision to follow Christ. Maybe Jesus is calling you tonight and saying, follow me. It's time. It's time to follow me. Satan's going to bring up things to chase you away from that decision. What about my friends? What is that to thee? Follow thou me. I'd be the only one in my family that's saved. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. What will people think? What if I can't stay saved? What is that to thee? Follow thou me. What that person did to me was so unfair. I don't know if I can forgive him. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. I don't know if I can be a Christian where I'm working. What is that to thee? Follow thou me. I've been away from the church so long. What is that to thee? He's saying, don't worry about it. That's not your problem. Just get right with me. Just surrender it all to me. Follow thou me. Sister Rosie sang a song about a month ago. And it got my attention. In fact, it was a night that I, last time I preached, actually. And the song's called Follow Me. And what, what got my attention was the person in this song complains and just has self-pity and woe is me. And then when you get to the chorus, Jesus doesn't rebuke them. He encourages them with grace and love. So I thought I'd read two of these. I traveled down a lonely road and no one seemed to care. The burden on my weary back had bound me to despair. I oft complained to Jesus how folks were treating me. And then I heard him say so tenderly, My feet were also weary Upon the Calvary road, the cross became so heavy. 
I fell beneath the load. Be faithful, weary pilgrim. The morning I can see, just lift your cross and follow close to me. I work so hard for Jesus, I often boast and say, I've sacrificed a lot of things to walk this narrow way. I gave up fame and fortune. I'm worth a lot to thee. Then I heard him gently say to me, I left the throne of glory and counted it but loss. My hands were nailed in anger upon a cruel cross. But now we'll make the journey with your hand safe in mine. So lift your cross and follow close to me. Jesus is calling. Gently, come unto me. Will you follow him? He loves you. He knows you. Do you love him? Do you know him? You have a wonderful opportunity tonight. You have no reason to wait. He's saying, come, follow me. There's nothing to worry about. Don't worry. Just come to me. Surrender. The time is now. Come, follow Jesus. He knows your situation. He will uphold you if you follow hard after him. Whatever your need... Come to Jesus. He has the answers you need. 488 is his song.